Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another installment of Don, Donnie and uh, Marley's Extravaganza. This is episode two. I forgot the name and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I got, you know, short-term memory. Nah. Um, but yeah, this is uh, episode two. And uh, yeah, you know, the first episode, we just kind of... Um, we just started talking about more so like our college experiences and stuff, but we were thinking that it would be better this episode to uh, give more of a proper introduction into who we are, you know, our backgrounds and whatnot. And um, Marley, you said you wanted to start this, so. I did, yeah. So I'm Marley, one part of this amazing, extravagant podcast. So for me, let me a little introduction to myself. If you can't hear or tell from my accent, I am Puerto Rican uh, and I am from up north, but I claim the south. Now I've been here long enough. I don't went to middle school here in the south, high school and college. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, now currently still living in the south and living in North Carolina. And I do have a child. I do have a regular nine to five. I do. I am the head of my household. So, you know, I got to take care of business as well as being a single woman, single mother during a pandemic, trying to figure out online dating. With, that's like a whole nother topic we could talk about because that shit is I'll tell you that. I just joined online dating apps in April of this year of 2021. I still don't know what I'm doing, like, at all. Not a clue. Just trying to figure that shit out. Um, as well as, you know, trying to figure out life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness on top of taking care of regular adulthood tasks. You know, just the regular, regular, schmegula. That's pretty much the essence of me in a nutshell. What about you, D? Okay, um, so, you know, I, I just go by my government up here, I guess, Donnie. Uh, or was it Don? Yeah, I'll probably change that later. But, um, yeah, for me, you know, I'm, I'm from the South, you know what I mean? I'm a good old boy, you feel me? I was raised in the backwoods and shit, you know what I mean, from the country. Uh now I'm in the city, you know, moving on up, you know, some George Jefferson type stuff, you know, going on. But um, now nah, I'm from the I'm from the south, you know, from North Carolina, eastern North Carolina, you know, born and raised. Uh, you know, I got family up north. I've never been to see them, you know, in like New York and whatnot. Yeah, I got family, in, I got family in what, Brooklyn, Flatbush, things something like that. Yeah, I ain't never been up there, but, you know, I, I'll go. I'll go eventually, you know what I mean? Um it's crazy. Farthest up north, no, farthest up north I've been is DC. Yeah, we used to live family. on DC, so it's fun. What you think about it? I like DC. You know, DC cool. Got a lot of culture there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's uh, definitely a place I can see myself. You know, going back to. Uh, you know, I got some friends out there. You know, they about to move up to be more. So I'll say I'll go up there when they move out there. I'm like, yeah, I'll go hang out with y'all. You know, I ain't never been up here, so. I heard but DC yeah. is where it's at for the brunch spots too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been I've been to DC a couple times. You know what I mean? Um, it, I like DC. It was it's cool. It's a dope dope type of vibe. Different type of just a different way. It's faster than out here in the south. It's definitely a lot faster. Um, you know, here in the south where we live, people think like from the country country where we live is like fast paced traffic. They be like, oh no no no. I can't go over there because that's way too busy. And it's like, honey, you have never been outside of this state. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And just from my experience of like just being up there in terms of just like how the architecture is in terms of buildings and stuff like that and how people get around, you know, a lot of people use go on the trains and they'll walk and stuff like that. Um, it's just a lot faster, you know what I mean? Um, I was, I remember being at a red light in D.C. And before the light could even turn green, people was all like, rrr, rrr, 
We definitely gonna utilize that horn, and I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. I remember you know, and I was trying to find parking. The Ethiopians was out there, they was they them, them dudes finessed me because they knew I wasn't from around there. They're like, Yeah, we uh you wanna park here? Yeah, you park here, I'll charge you like X amount of money for a couple of days and I was just there for the weekend with my homeboy and um I was like, Yeah man, I was like, Alright, cool. I was like, I ain't doing that no more. I was like, nah, I'll probably just take a train up here or something because I'm not driving up here no more. I was like, bro, it's too mm -hmm. it's too expensive. Um but yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, a little more about me, you know, like I was saying, born and raised from uh, North Carolina, you know, um, uh, went to school here. I mean, well, went to college here, got my bachelor's, got my master's, you know, I mastered the art, you know what I mean? So uh, middle initials are, well, my initials are DNR, so I'm already technically a doctor. I don't need to go to get my... You know, my doctorate, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's already... You done went there, you done, you done took it yeah, there. Yeah, so, you know, uh, what what are some things I'm into? Uh, I love, like, I love watching, like, movies and uh, shows, collecting things like trading cars, Funko Pops. Um, huge fan of the MCU, yeah. Uh, aspiring artists, you know, I'm a podcaster, uh, I have an uh, LLC that I'm trying to get off the ground. I'm an investor, you know, entrepreneur, son, you know, uh, uncle, you know. So I'm I'm just uh just out here, you know, single, you know, by choice. You feel me? Um, I just for me, I just want to I want to get these goals that I got. In, I got. I got these goals in like a rotation. Like I'm trying to work on one each day. You know, I want to focus on that before I truly put my give my all to like you know what I mean to somebody. Because I just don't. I don't think it would be fair to that person if I was to just you know jump into something like that. Because I know my mind is not really going to be in it like that. You know, because like I was just thinking this past weekend, uh, I just went home because my my uncle, my uncle Tony, he passed away, um, and uh, my my other uncle, my uncle uh, Terry, he's a pastor. He was just saying he said something at the, the uh, during the eulogy. He was like, you know, you just you gotta focus on being more in the present and not, you know, thinking so far ahead in the future, you know, because it can just be gone just like that. You know, and that's something I've been thinking about. You know, I've, I've been thinking, I was thinking about that before, but just him saying it again, how he said it, you know, it just really resonated with me. Just more so just trying to focus on what matters now, you know, being around, being more so around family and friends and um, and you telling people that you love them and stuff, you know. Uh, he was saying, you know, tell the person besides you that you love them and stuff like that. And, Cause it's important to cherish those moments because you never know when things can and spending time, you know, with your loved ones, like that's definitely important. Quality time is one of my love languages and it's so important to me, you know, like you said, to embrace the moment and to like a commitment that I made, I don't want to call it a new year's resolution, but a commitment that I made in January to my household, which is my mother who lives with me and my daughter, is I said every month I want to take us on a trip somewhere, even if it's just for a day or weekend, I want to take us on a trip. And I can say, honestly, thus far, you know, I have kept my promise, my commitment. And it, that is so that we can build these memories together. We can, you know, I, I remember as a kid traveling with my parents and things like that. And you remember those memories and those experiences more than you remember the material things. Does that make sense? Yeah, that that's something that uh, that's something that I've I've learned over the past couple of years. You know, I'm still still pretty young. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm in my late twenties, um, but I just remember like my like a couple of years ago, my early twenties, I was 
So uh, I still am into like, you know, fashion and stuff, you know what I mean? Don't get it, don't get it misconstrued. I put that shit on, you know what I mean? When I when I feel like I put that shit on, but um, <laughs> uh, I just spent a lot of money on just, you know, materialistic things and shoes and clothes and not really big on jewelry, but I mean, I've had it here and there and you know what I mean? And I just think back to how much money I could have saved even going back to college again with our friends, we didn't really have money like that, but we were, every weekend we were always going out and partying and stuff with money we didn't really have to begin with. And we just thinking about, I just think about all the times I could have saved that money for later to where, you know, after college to where, you know, my first job after college, I could uh, save up to get a, a vehicle or something like that, you know, or start paying off loans and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were, you know, young, you know, we wanted to have fun. So it didn't matter to us like that. But to me now it does matter to the point. Now I don't really do much outside of trying to reach goals right now. And I feel like, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with that because I've done a lot of the other stuff already. So I just don't, it's not a, it's not a focus for me at this moment. Because I'm really trying to go places that I ain't seen nobody in my family go before. So, you know, that that's what I'm trying to do. And, um, yeah. Right. I think that's something that, too, us as millennials, that's something where in the past, I feel like whatever job you had, it was like, even if you don't like it, even if it doesn't pay a lot, but it pays most of the bills, like you just stick there and you stay there. And that's the only thing you do. Us as millennials now, if we're not happy, we are not going to stay wherever we are. And another thing that I love about, you know, how times are progressing and changing is that you can do multiple things and be multiple things. Like, yes, we have our nine to five, but that's not all we are. You know, we also, like you said, you got your LLC and you got you're you're also an artist. Like we have all these other things that we dabble in, as well as you know using our nine to fives to fund our dreams. And you know, again, back in the day, it was like no, the dream was to get a good job to pay your bills, and then you retire, and that's it. No, us is our generation. Kind of let it be known that we're not just going to settle for just that one thing. I want to be able to do a little bit of everything and it can be done. It may be difficult, but that's how you have to organize your time and just really, really put forth the effort. And I just love that. I love that about, because I see like the younger generations, like the, like I'm 30. So people like in their late teens, early twenties, you know, like doing influencing, like their social media influencers, but also dabbling in other things as well. Like, you don't have to just be one thing. You could be a little bit of everything and see what you really do like. And that's, you know, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. You know, uh, before they are uh, the generation before us, like our parents' generation, they weren't afforded the opportunities that we have, you know, they didn't have social media. They couldn't just connect with people like that, you know, like mm-hmm. you could have a family here and then, you know, you can creep and have the family on the other side of town too. And nobody would ever know. Literally now, in the same town, have two whole families. Yeah, not know. And they wouldn't even know until the funeral. Wait, we're related? You're, you're my brother? You're my sister? Yeah, like, I mean, that kind of makes you feel like, dang, people can't keep a secret nowadays. Nah, because everything going straight to Facebook. Everything. You know, everything. You going to get tagged in the photos, all that. Like, what? You can't hide that. Now, everything out there. Yeah, Ain't so. no way to hide nothing. Like, think about if a man tried to have a whole nother family in the same town. First off, we got smartphones. So your wife probably going to look at your phone and see who you been calling, who you been texting, pull up all that stuff. Might put a little GPS tracker on your car and look at your location. Okay, he's here. Okay, like it's it. If you're gonna cheat or be sneaky, you'll find a way. But it's gonna be much more difficult now. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I'm not that kind of sneaky of a person, but 
That's just wild. That's just wild. I mean, I would. Would you would you agree women are more sneakier than men? I don't think women are sneakier. I think we're just better at hiding it. Is that but is that sneaky? Does that not mean sneaky? I think that that could be perceived. <laughs> I think that could be I think that could be perceived as sneaky. I mean, because you know, you look at men that step outside the house and home and you a lot the the number one thing is why would they why would they do that? Why would they ruin this a family unit like that? Why would they? There's there could be a multitude of reasons. You know, one thing that you said earlier, the pursuit of the pursuit of happiness. You can have every, you can have everything, but nothing at all. And internally, like well, internally you could. It looks like you know you got the perfect. You got the perfect life. You got the wife, the kids, and stuff. But internally, but you notice that men do that. Women don't necessarily do that. It was you know men that were the ones literally having whole of the families, and I guess maintaining both. I've I don't think I've ever heard of a woman who had a whole other family and was maintaining both. Like, can you? Yeah, no, 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 no. For women, it's just more so they'll have like a side dude or something like that. But then not necessarily a. A family, you know, but there's man. There's a reasoning for if you think about it. Like again, what's the reason for a man to have a whole nother family? Literally, be in charge of a whole household. Why? Why? I think I think it comes down to happiness. Like it gets to a certain point, and see, th- this is a this is a thing in like our you know like a like in in our like community like you know like black black and brown you know community is like. We're not good and we're not we're not good with like showing our telling our feelings and emotions to each other like that. You know what I mean? We're not bonded like that in that mm-hmm. the way. You know, it's more so a lot of times I see people that are together, it's more physical than it is mental and emotional. And so when it gets sometimes they're together out of convenience, like they just don't want to be lonely. So they're like, Yeah, cause, yeah, because they're in like the same like uh maybe live in like the same neighborhood or something like that, you know, just cause mm-hmm. yeah, they're single, I'm single. Let's try to make it work. Like I, that's the thing with just being with people. Like people talk about love at first sight and soulmates. Me, I don't personally believe in soulmates. Cause I think there's over close to, there's over 7 billion people on the planet. And for you to think that this just one person is who you're supposed to be with truly I just don't see that. I think more so. I've heard it's people. I've seen something that you can have multiple soulmates. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. I oh, think sorry, I you can, you nah, you good. You good. Um, I think you can have multiple people that you fall in love with, and you can share a life with. You know, mm-hmm. but here's the thing, though. It's like, yeah, you make that commitment as a man. Me. I see, look, you know, I know certain people, you know, it's, it's hot right now to be in open relationships and polygamy and stuff like that. That You know, you can do what you want. You know, I've been asked that in the pre in the past in a relationship, uh, to have an open relationship. I said no. You know, and a lot of people probably look at me, home, my homeboy's like, what the fuck, man? You can, go, you can go do this, you can go do that. Why are you going to say no? Because I couldn't imagine myself seeing her with somebody else at that point in time. I know what I'm going to do, but I don't want to, I wouldn't want to have that lingering in my mind. Like, oh yeah, I was with, I could tell her what I'm doing. She tell me what I'm doing. I know how you could be in the open relationship where you and your partner can still date. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, cause I've never tried it. So, but I just. I've looked at it online and seen people talk about it and how they're like, well, you got to be comfortable with her maybe sharing certain things. Like she was with so-and-so and they yeah, did this or that. Saying, and I'm just like, I don't... Keep the lines of communication open because she might go on a date and come home and be like, baby, I got to tell you, that was such a nice date. We went to this restaurant. He held the door for me. He gave me a kiss goodnight. Like, how you going to react to that? You know? I don't know. I ain't never see. I'm that type of dude. Like, you know, would you say I'm pride? It's pride. <laughs> I'm dominant. You know, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm a man. I don't want another man doing that with my woman. At the end of the day, you feel me? 
my partner rather. And I thought I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that. Some dudes, you like that type of stuff. That's what you into. Me, I can't really see myself doing it. I'm open to the idea of maybe trying it. You know, being in a relationship with more than one person. Yeah, I could try it, but for me, I'm more. I feel like I'm more of a one woman man as one at a time. It was like it's like a TikTok that a woman was like showing her day. And she was like getting ready. She was at like went to the grocery store, got some stuff. She got home, and she was like, "Oh, I'm making fettuccine alfredo for my man because that's what he wanted." And she was like, "Oh, but I also have a date tonight." And she was like, "So I gotta get dressed." So she got dressed. She went on a date, and she was like, "Yes, me and my man, we still date other people because legally we're single until we, you know." write it on paper or whatever and everyone was like what and then she went home and she fed her man his little fettuccine alfredo and like she was like i date other people and my man has the right to do it too but he chooses not to i was like girl let's normalize that okay let us normalize it let's talk about it see that that's the thing though see i see when people talk about that it's usually the women they're like, yeah, I got multiple dudes and stuff like that, and he's cool yeah, with it and stuff. The, he has the the option. I know, to but the, he just chooses I, not to. Yeah, see, he chooses not to though, because I, I think does that means she shouldn't. Not necessarily. If they have that understanding, then there's nothing wrong with it. But see, I feel somebody like a lot of men. I was gonna say somebody might feel a little left out. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say because I feel like this goes back to a man having another family and stuff like that. Like, if you if uh, anybody heard if hear this, if y'all ever seen the movie Baby Boy, I've seen that movie when I was like a child. I, I my aunt took me and my cousin to see that when I was a kid, so I didn't you understand what movie theater to see it. She took me and my cousin when we were kids and to watch that movie. I didn't understand certain scenes, the stuff they were doing. And stuff. I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. But now I do understand it. Because I, I look at it and he said there was one scene with Jody. He was like, she was like, why you, she was like, why you be cheating on me, Jody? He's like, I don't know. I just do it, okay? Mm-hmm. I love you, but I just mess with, I mess with other women sometimes. All right? I just do it. I don't know why. I just do it. Did sometimes he say they men, don't mean nothing to him? He was like, I don't yeah, know don't, they don't mean nothing. Yeah, I don't love those bitches. I love you. But sometimes I fuck with other women. You know, I just do it. Look, yeah, don't make, that sometimes, don't make it right, though. They don't make no, no, no. It don't make it right. But that's just sometimes that's just how it is. Sometimes, some sometimes men just want something new. You know what I mean? And that could be the the way to do an open relationship. If a if you know if your man wants to say, hey, you know, been together for a while. You know, my birthday coming up. Can we get that threesome pop? You know what I mean? Just slide it in there and just see. Or maybe see. But look, look, look. So, okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, cause, you know, because sometimes you want to spice it up at a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, look, I'm not going to cheat, but I'm going to ask you, hey, maybe we can try something else. And see. Together. 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 Cool. See her reaction. But then she could switch it up be like, all right. But at some point, we can bring it'd be uh, how about we bring another dude another into this dude. see and it can be flipped like that but see here's the thing though like again going back to the cheating thing it's like sometimes men just do it just because sometimes they do it because you know we're not happy at home so and stuff saying, like that so do you feel like men just cheat just it's not emotional it's just a feeling like yes you get this quick Yes, and then dip out. Like, let me pop, and I'm out, and then I'm going to where I really want to be, which is where my heart is. Yes, and nine then, times what out. do you think about women who cheat? See, women try to do it out of. I feel like women do it out of spite sometimes. Mm-hmm. But see, but women have an emotional, more of an emotional connection in terms of sex, rather uh, more than men do. That's why you can see men doing this. It's starting to change now, though. 
I think in the past, women used to cheat emotionally. Like, you know, you got to F me mentally before you can F me physically. Yeah, yeah. like those, uh, what those sapio, like, so, I was going to say like sapio sexuals and mm-hmm. what is it, demi, demisexual like stuff like that. Now yeah. women are becoming such savages, like in a way that we are kind of like the men now that we'd be like, look. I just want to get my socks rocked, okay? And then I want to go home and be asleep in my bed by myself. Well, see, it was, see, that, see, in my opinion, that's where we're having these issues in society, you know, mm-hmm. as these, these broken homes because of that type of stuff. Because of men stepping outside the house and now women, you know, it's great. I believe, you know, I think it's great that women... Um, are more independent and, you know, our bosses and stuff like that. I think it's sexy for a woman to be a boss, you know what I mean? But at a certain point, when, if a woman is just doing this to try to be more like a man and you come off with that masculine energy, you know, it kind of turns off men to that. And then you, mm-hmm. thus, you got this, you got this collision that happens to where psh, that's the breaking of a family home. You know, you see these, all of these broken homes because of these type of situations. You know, and I feel like we got to get back to the I know certain people don't like to say, you know, gender roles and stuff and say that's not real and stuff. But to an extent, it is. You know, I see women. I see women say online, certain women be like, look, I'm more of an alpha, you know, type of woman. But for the right man, I will be submissive at times. But see, there's a lot of women that challenge that and say, no, I'm not going to do that. This 2021. Oh, like, and, but again, the I think what it comes down to is communicating. They don't really know what being submissive means. They know to some women when they hear submissive, they think, oh, I don't have a brain. I don't have an opinion. Whatever my husband says I got to do or whatever my man says I got to do. That's not being submissive. Submissive means he's the head of the household, but I'm the neck. And I'm going to turn that head in whatever direction I need it to go in. That's still the head, period. Ain't yeah, no you got to gotta be. But I know yeah, my role as the neck to support that head so that we going to do what we need to do. And right. that's how I feel. You know, that's how I see being submissive. You know, I've been engaged before a few times and I have no problem with submission for the right person. And I think a lot of younger women and women my age may not have felt safe enough or comfortable enough to be submissive with their men in their lives. And that comes with, again, you got to be comfortable and you have to feel secure and protected as a woman to be able to be submissive. Like, you know that he's going to lead your family and your lineage and your household in a direction that is going to prosper. But if, again, if you don't feel like that, of course you're not going to be submissive because you're going to be worried about he's sneaking and geeking with so-and-so on the other side of town. Like, you're going to be worried about that. Yeah, I, th- I so think I that's... I get a, it. Yeah, I, I think it's important. Um, it's important for for, uh, for any women that listen to this. It's, in my opinion, like, yeah, submissive doesn't mean I want my woman to do three things, cook, clean, and have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know, a lot of people if, if, or if it's online, you know, a lot of people love to get them jokes off WNBA first reply. Hmm, that's a weird shaped kitchen right there. You know, they always say, where's the apron or some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's some bullshit. I, I, you know, I don't I don't agree with that mindset. You know, obviously, niggas is trying to get jokes off and shit. But right. that's how a lot of women are perceiving it. It's like, oh, men still think it's the 50s and shit. And we supposed to just. You know, cook clean, have their kids and stuff. Nah, I don't look at it like that. In my opinion, I look at it more so as let a man be a man at certain times. Let a man be a man. Don't try to like, you feel me? It's got to be a communication. Like, don't try to like, yeah, you got to be the rock. But don't try to overstep. Like, no, we doing it. Let let the man be the head of the household. You know what I mean? But y'all, y'all are a unit. You got to have that type of communication to where you... You can learn how to to turn tone it turn it down sometimes. I know you independent, you don't need nobody and stuff, but and deep down nobody wants to be alone. 
That's so you gotta make commitment. You gotta make communication too. Like when it comes to like submission and and letting the man be the head of the household or whatever, you know, sometimes like you can literally say something out the kindness of your heart, but your partner may not understand what you're saying and they may the communication style that you use may come off to them as like wow that was really brutal or that was mad rude so you have to understand your partner's communication styles and what they interpret because you could say hey baby i'm really tired i just don't feel like cooking today and you might just be saying that because you want them to okay well i'll go order something or i'll cook the partner might take it as, oh, you mad tired, like, so you're just going to put a pizza in the oven instead of, like, cook a full course meal. Like, that communication style is totally different. And also what was being said was interpreted totally different. So having, I, that's why I kind of keep reiterating that communication, at least for me, is so important because you could speak the same language, come from the same place, but literally interpret scenarios and tones and nonverbal communication and verbal communication totally, completely different. And you'd be like, that is not what I meant. I said this and that is not what I meant, what you were taking it as. But you won't know until you have that communication, that that conversation with your partner and say like, okay, I know that you don't like when I say this. Or when I act like this, like, again, and it goes for both ways. The men have to, like, understand that, too. And younger men, usually it takes men a little bit more time to be more in tune with their emotions. Because as a society, like, I feel for men because society just tells men, you either good or you not. Like, you don't, either you're happy or you're not happy. Like, you're angry. There's no in-between feeling. But there are, there's such a range of emotions like anxiety or nervousness or, you know, depression or overwhelmed. Like us as women, we are so in tune with our emotions. That's why we can feel so much because we understand there's a range of them. Whereas men can be quiet and still feel all the same feelings but are taught as a society, don't let that be shown. You're weak if you show your feelings, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it takes men a little bit of time to unlearn that, you know. And hopefully society makes it easier for men to show feelings and emotions. I'm not saying, like, be a little crybaby or whatever. But, I mean, if that's what you feel, you know what you feel. But understanding, like, hey, I'm overwhelmed because I got stuff to do at, jo- at my job. I just bought a house. And I have to furnish it or move my stuff in or I got to change my address with the post office. Like, I'm overwhelmed. And that's okay. It is okay to feel overwhelmed and all those other emotions. But understanding what the feeling is and coming to grips with it is what I feel is so key. Especially when you're dealing and talking about being with someone, like sharing your space with someone whether y'all are married or, you know, just cohabitating, you have to communicate. You got to. Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say, yeah, coming from where I come from, well, just like as a man, a black man, you know what I mean? Like in the, the black community and stuff like that, it's kind of looked down upon for it a dude to show his emotions and stuff, you know, dudes be like, you a bitch, you soft, you know, stuff like that. If you, the same if you in say, the Latino community too, the machismo, you know, persona. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that's it. you guys, you're supposed cook, to be, he don't clean, he just provides. Nah. Yeah, you got, you're supposed to just be, um, just alpha all the time and, mm-hmm. you know, you got to provide and that's it, you know, but I've seen people in my family that destroyed them, that that type of that type of way of thinking, because that keeps them alive. These emotions and stuff they have inside to the point that they'll explode at some point. You know, like that's something I've, um, you know, I'm still learning as I go on my my journey. 
to show my emotions and stuff, which I'm, I'm honestly, I'm an emotional person. Like I put my feelings out there on front street for the most part, uh, especially in my art. You know, I just let it all out and stuff like that, you know, but it's important mm-hmm. for in our, you know, communities to, to, uh, to showcase our, our emotions. And, you know, sometimes that means therapy, you know what I mean? Sometimes it doesn't, you know, it's just gotta let people know how you feel because if you don't, it's a generational thing. You passing on that trauma to the next generation, you know. Yeah, so you, you got to learn how to you got to learn how to open up. It's okay to to not want to do the same things that you know your homeboys think is cool, and you know try to be cool and shit, and try to fit in. It's okay to be different and weird and shit. I'm weird. You know what I mean? I'm a nerd. Like I don't give I don't give a fuck though. Like you know what I mean? Like I I know. I know people in the streets. I know people that's like me that didn't go that route. I could have easily went that route if I wanted you gotta to. You got to be comfortable with who you are in all aspects. Like, yeah. And it takes time. It takes time to get to that point where you're like, I don't care if somebody thinks that I'm weird or lame or awkward. Like, I don't care because their opinion does not affect my money, my bills, my success, my progression. It has yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah, and um, now like now the stuff that was shunned, I remember being back in like I said before, uh, collecting trading cards, collecting like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit. And we were trading those in elementary and stuff like that. And they, you know, people look down like probably like y'all some nerds and shit. That shit cool now. It's cool to be a nerd. You know what I mean? It's, you see the dudes that oh the so-called you know toxic kings and shit like that you know that's cool and like high school and stuff Whoa, but you, a said, certain, you said toxic kings toxic kings like the, what the is you that? know the on demon time and stuff like that the dudes that don't give a fuck and you know do do I'm whatever they want what the heck is all that toxic king like a say like a future something like that having all these oh. different women and all these baby mamas and and shit like that you know that's cool right that, that's cool to be a dude that don't give a fuck. No, no I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I'm, I'm just oh, I'm getting okay. a point across. You know, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm just getting a point across. It's cool to be that type of dude that have all these these broken homes, but you get all these women. You got all this materialistic stuff. But when you look at a man like Russell Wilson that comes in and brings your child in and then gives him a home, a happy home. Oh, he's he's soft. He's a simp. Because he he actually gave that child a home that you never wanted to give him in the first place. Nah, you're the fucking loser at the end of the day. That's something we gotta get. We, that's something we gotta stop in the and um in Did these communities. See Russell Wilson like that because yeah, in the see- female community that mofo is praised. Okay, they praise it as they be like, yes, King, you came in and stepped in. What Sierra? What's the prayer that you asked for him? Like in the female, well, at least from what I know. Well, for men, yeah, there be men that be like he's a, you know, he's he's a, he's soft, he's a simp, you know, stuff like that. And they'll praise, they'll praise like future, like you know, he's our toxic king and shit. You know, you know, we gotta trash women, treat them like shit and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, y'all thought that shit was cool in high school, yeah, you know, that's why a lot of y'all peaked in high school. But at a certain point, you know, the women that are attracted to that type of dude, they're going to move on to the more Russell Wilson type of dudes because they understand that, you know, that might have been a phase they were in. is what's important. Exactly. So for you back then trying to fit in and think you just get, you know, you're on demon time and shit when you in real life. Well, really deep down, you just want to be loved, but you don't want to be clowned by your people and shit. So you treat a woman like garbage to try to get cool points. You know, that, that that's something that's something we gotta stop in our community. You know, like as a whole, as as men is is trying to portray these certain lifestyles and shit to, you know, to get cool points on social media and stuff like that. Like because that's that's only gonna do harm, more harm in the future than, mm-hmm. than than good. You know, you know, I, I mean I don't understand how dudes can think it's cool to have like like four or five baby mamas and shit and you know they you know they went in because they got on some fucking louis vuitton or some bullshit and i'm just like bro like isn't as a man you supposed to want to take care of your family and raise them right you know what i mean like 
I just don't think, I just think it's stupid. Like a lot of these people look up to these these entertainers and stuff. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, I, yeah, y'all call him a lame. I want people, I want more. I want, you know, if I have a son, I want him to be like a Russell Wilson. I don't want him to be like no future and just having all these random girls and just, you know, having all these kids here and there because that just, it, can, it furthers the problem, you know, with these broken well, homes. Then- does that mean like Nick Cannon would be on the same page as um, Future? See, the thing is with Nick Cannon is like, yeah, they look at it's kind of like they look at him like that. But to me, from what I've seen from him is that it looks like he's making an effort to be in all of his kids lives and he's trying to be there and do right and stuff like that. And he he said that he's he also keep, continuously having more kids with he multiple said, women. He was saying because he. He has lupus, and he said that his life expectancy is, like, cut in half. And he was saying uh, pretty much the reason why he's having so many kids is because he wants to create, he wants to have an abundance of a legacy before he's gone. Because his life, it's not, in those in those lines, and, and, and yeah, yeah, sort of but what. How is, how is that going to help the kids? You know, like I think I'm well for me. If he can, if he's there, I mean, I don't know who you know. I don't know him personally. I don't know how he is behind closed doors. Maybe he is there. I mean, it doesn't it, to be in his type of lifestyle. It wouldn't seem like he would have time, you know, to be with all his kids. But maybe he is spending that time with those kids and stuff. Even though he's in these that different quality time, you know, is is it takes time to build that. It takes time to. You know, like, it takes time. That's all I'm saying. I mean, for me, like, you know, if he can, if he can, you know, afford to do that, to take care of him like that, is have that, obviously have the money and stuff like that, more power to him. But for me, if I was going to have a bunch of kids like that, I would want it to be with one woman. That's just how I look at it. You know what I mean? Um, as opposed to just having these different homes and stuff, because I just don't think that's it. I mean, I see dudes with like two baby mamas, and they be about ready to end it all, like because they like this shit is not worth it, bro. Like, just find one person and just chill, bro. Like, you know, because it's gonna bring more heartache or headaches, like than anything, like right. you know um, that you know. So that that's how I look at it. That's something we gotta. As a community, we got to do better in terms of family, the family structure and stuff, you know? So I know exactly what you mean. And I agree. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, I don't know if you saw today on the news, you know, R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly was, uh, oh, no. he was found guilty yeah. on, you know, uh, sex trafficking charges and... Um, what was it? It was something else. I forgot. But was it racketeering? Like, racketeering, yeah, like seven counts altogether. What the hell and is racketeering? Racketeering deals with money, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, like money laundering, kind of. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to. I'll pull up my phone real quick to see. Oh, not necessarily racketeering. As a charge often associated with organized crime, but it can be applied to any ongoing coordinated illegal scheme or criminal enterprise to carry out a common purpose. Oh, Lord. Yeah. An example of racketeering could be, like you said, money laundering, murder, financial and economic crimes, kidnapping, sexual sexual exploitation of children, mm-hmm. robbery, robbery, cyber extortion, drug crimes. Uh, he was definitely doing all of that, a little bit of all that. Well, here's the thing. The reason why I brought this up is because I seen recently on uh, on Twitter, you know, it went kind of, well, I ain't going to say it went viral like that, but it had probably like a thousand likes or something like that. Somebody was like, why didn't nobody say anything about this? The image that he was uh, talking about was of Aaliyah at the age of 15, the singer, you know, late uh, singer Aaliyah that passed away. Um... Is she she had a. Thing? That's what I'm. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Uh, she had I a song. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to work on that. Sorry. Right. 
Um, but you know, at the age of 15, she had a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, mm-hmm. or maybe that was the album a on classic. the cover. Yeah, on the cover, you know, you know, you see the young Aaliyah, you know, got her shades on, got like a hat, and you know, like some cool, she had like a tomboy type of style. But then right. off to the side, you see a R. Kelly. And R. Kelly was like 26 at the time, if I'm not mistaken. 26, 27, something like that. Aaliyah was 15. Come to find out, him and Aaliyah were romantically involved and he got married to Aaliyah when she was 15. The parents okayed it. And yeah, R. Kelly, Mr. Pied Piper himself, if you go look what Pied Piper means, then you understand R. Kelly. He always had this uh this this issue you know um he somebody that was deeply messed up if you look into his background how he was raised mm-hmm. and stuff he had a lot of stuff happen to him as a kid and you know he had that trauma again he had that trauma you know um and he he hurt people hurt people so he took advantage of Aaliyah and not to say that she I know people will argue, but she, you know, obviously she wasn't grown and stuff like, yeah, that's right. She wasn't fully, but she was old enough. She was old enough to make, to understand one plus one. Like she was old enough to understand it. And her parents are the ones that consented to it. So they allowed her to marry this. Other stories. Cause her, you know, they just recently released like her songs and stuff that you can like listen on streaming um, platforms and things. Her like her old manager, who's also her uncle, just went on and like pretty much admitted like the reason they got married is because she was pregnant. And yeah. she got pregnant and they wanted to abort the pregnancy. And so they didn't want to get her family involved. So they got married. And then he that means her husband was able to sign for her and do all that stuff instead of getting her parents involved. And once they aborted the pregnancy, they annulled the marriage. Like, Well, I was going to say, because there's a point that I had with all of this. Um, Before, apparently, I don't know if it was around the time she dated R. Kelly or if it was before she was messing with, they said Jay-Z, and then later on, it was Dame Dash, who was engaged to her at the time of her mm-hmm. passing. But she mm-hmm. was an adult. Obviously, she was an, an adult right. then. But she was messing with Jay-Z, too. I don't know if she was underage when she was messing with Jay-Z, but that that is out there as well that they dated at the time. So she was kind of being... She was groomed, is what I'm getting at. She was groomed. She was being passed around these old, by these older dudes in the industry. Mm-hmm. She got married to a 26-year-old when she was like 15 and was pregnant. Now, here's my thing with this. You know, R. Kelly, you know, he's going to go away probably, you know, he's going to go away for a long time and stuff. And, um, you know, he's, there was the sex tape with him with the underage girl and, you know, other women. And they were saying there were some dudes as well and stuff. He, he just was, but if you listen to some of his songs, he kind of lets you know how he got down. You know what I mean? Like, the thing is with me is in terms of dating is, you know, I look at it like this, like I see in society now, you know, you got these younger girls that's out here that are, um, you know, doing their thing in terms of entertainment and stuff. But you see more, you see like more revealing outfits. Now the lyrics are more sexually driven. Now, and but you see, you see the age gap. I, like I just seen something. I was at the gym. I seen uh, what was it? Jake Gyllenhaal. They say he was like forty. Dating a twenty-five year old. You see more and more of these huge age gaps in dating. Like it's becoming more of a social norm for people to date people much younger than them. And my thing is, I think it. I think it is an issue. I think I think there's an issue with grooming as a whole. You know, these like 17, 18 year olds, they get into these relationships with these older men and stuff. But there's got to be accountability on both sides of it, though, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's weird if a dude's like 30 dating like a 17 year old, 18 year old. Yeah, I think that shit weird. 
Well, but is it weird if a 30-year-old is dating like a 46-year-old? See, and some people have issues with that too. Yeah. But my thing is, is like they're already grown. They're already fully functioning human adults. If it's consensual, then I don't see an issue with it. But if right. a, a grown man is dating a, like a teenager, I think there's some. That's I think it's weird. I think it's weird. Absolutely, I agree with um, that. So where is the limit? What is the limit in terms of dating? Like, what is what should be okay? Is the it's sort of like the rhetorical question I'm thinking. It's like also what? like once you're legal, it's like whatever's whatever. Even if you're 18 dating a 30 year old. Is that fine? I guess so. It's, I mean, it's technically legal. You know, like, te- yeah, I, I guess it's technically legal. Like, what? To me, agent? being a 30 year old, I'm not looking at no 18, 19, 20 year old kid. That's what I was going to say. Like, what What are you going to have in, what are you going to have in um, exactly. common with them? Do? Look at TikToks, because that's all we can really do is look at each other's TikToks, TikTok accounts, and right. Some kids don't know nothing about family matters or, or damn, I don't hey know, Arnold. smart guys. Hey, Arnold. Like Rugrats. They don't know nothing about that. If they can't the tell you. Bears, if, the Thundercats. They don't know nothing. If they can't sing all that theme song, they're too young for you. Like, what is all Jeez. that? You know, I think, I just think it's weird though. Like what, like what is the, what is the limit? Like I remember back in high school, Girls would go to prom with dudes in their 20s and shit. And I was just like, what is this shit? Like, I thought it was weird then. I was like, why are these grown men coming to these proms with these think girls? about it. The men that are doing that are not the, the top choice. They're not the, the cream of the crop. Yeah. They're kind of like awkward within their age group. So they go with the younger girl or younger, yeah, younger girl who's like, oh, he's he's older and he's mature. But with the women, or, yeah, in his age group, they're like, nah, girl, it's a hard pass on for me. I can't deal with it. That's, that's how I see it. Yeah. I think there. I think that's something that needs to be talked about more in, um, you know, our communities and stuff because, you know, people just, they let that shit slide. Like I, let, I, I seen my, my barber had a conversation with him about that. He was like, man, this ain't nothing new. People in my generation were doing the same shit. Nobody said nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, they're getting called out about it now, yeah. Because, I mean, it was wrong then, but nobody said nothing. So, okay, so now it's wrong? If we're going to call it out, we need to call it out and be consistent with it and not just pick and choose cases. You know, because this is a thing. You know, these, these men, more times than not, are the ones... Pursuing these teenage girls and people who make that shit, try to make that shit cool. Like, you know, I, I see why he left you after like 20 years. He wants something new. He wants like a 20, 21 year old fresh. Something that he can manipulate and mold to what he wants. Her. He wants that, that shit's jump. weird. I mean, it's he weird. He wants to be able to say jump and she say how high. Whereas when you've been with a woman who's a little bit older, like I can say right now, at the age that I'm at, I like older men myself. However, I have my own opinion and I have my own deal breakers. So even though I may like older men because they may have more stability or whatever, I'm still like, there's some things that are non-negotiables. Like, no, I'm not dealing with you if you have anger issues or if you're a Gemini. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, just certain things like if you don't have a career, it's a deal breaker. I if you ain't got no plans for your future, it's a no for me. If you don't have a passport, it's a no for me. You got yeah. an Android, you childish as shit. It's a no for me. Like it's no. And I don't care with this new iPhone update and it's like, oh yeah, you can FaceTime Android. Nope. The grown men have iPhones because communication is key and sometimes uh, them text messages don't be coming through. Them phone calls don't be coming through between iPhone and Android and that's how a fight starts. Nope. You got to have an iPhone to ride this ride. You feel me? Wow. I mean, I'll say this. You know, 
we were, we've been talking about, you know, communication uh, throughout this episode. You know, it's it's so easy now, more than ever, to contact someone. You know, just to send a quick text, hey, you know, how are you doing? How you're, How's your day going? Just wanted to call you, tell you I love you. You know, that's a Stevie Wonder reference. Um, you know, it's so easy. It's easier than ever to, to communicate with people, but it seems we're more so distant, more distant than ever now. Is it because sense. it's so much more easier now that it's just like, ugh, they know that I mean well. Yeah, I think, I think there's two, there, there's a time and place for it. Like, I think sometimes we, we don't give each other enough space. You know, like, ah, oh, dang, I see you at home. I see you. Oh, damn, we work in the same place. I see you at work. Ah, oh, I see you on social media. Like, damn, can I ever get my own time? We hang out with the same people. We do the same thing. Can we have our own uh, me times alone and shit? Like, damn, like. I'm very big on, like, this might be something we could talk about later on, but I'm very big on when I'm with someone like they are still an individual and they still got to have fun and hang out with their boys. But sometimes you get on my motherfucking nerves and you got to go and hang out with your friends. And I have to hang out with my friends. So I could talk shit about you. Like, girl, let me tell you what this mofo did. You know, and it's not that you hate the person. It's just that you have to have that space so you could be like, Ooh, let me let me get me back in order so that I can be the best me. And yeah, men and women, it's important for men and women to do it. Us as women, we get with our girls, we key key, we might go get our nails done, feed done, maybe a glass of wine, maybe some dinner, lunch, whatever, and just giggle. Men, what y'all do? Probably go to a damn sports bar, get some beer and wings, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a man. I don't know what the hell y'all be doing, but maybe go to a cigar lounge. Who knows? But y'all need to do it. It's important. That y'all do it and that y'all get together with your boys because you still are an individual and you don't want to lose a piece of yourself because you're married or committed. Again, it's not a jail sentence to be with somebody. And I think that's what a lot of people think it is. Like, it's not a prison to be with someone. It's a privilege to have someone in your life that you actually like and that they actually fucking like you, too. That's a privilege and it's an honor. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think that goes back to the original thing we were saying about like stepping outside the home. Maybe sometimes people just feel like they can't go anywhere. Like they feel like they're locked away and stuff and they want just freedom. So they go and do something one, two times, you know what I mean? And that could end their whole family just like that, just because of that. Instead of just having a communication with their partner about, hey, I think I need space sometimes. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I care about you. You know, I love you, but I just need my own space sometimes. Like, I feel like I'm driving myself crazy sometimes. Like, I need to be by myself sometimes, you know. I mean, that that's all it could take is just a conversation before, you know, something like that happens and, you know, changes lives especially if you got children involved and stuff like that you know so you know that that's that's something definitely to think about you know and like you're saying about being an individual yeah i've seen i know homeboys they in relationships you don't see them for two three weeks at a time month don't hear from them oh damn bro you know she got you on lock you got it locked down for it now it's got you whipped got you whipped you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's okay to love your girl. She do, but then when it's she a- get tired, she's going to be like, okay, you got to go. Go out for a couple hours. Leave me in the house alone so I can watch a movie by myself. Maybe a series or it- two. Yeah, so I can it's miss okay. you. So that you can miss them. And then you yeah, can be a- like, okay, what did you do? How was it? Like, tell me how it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's okay to to want to love your, you know, your significant other and stuff like that, but you gotta still be who you are too. You gotta still make time for yourself and for your friends too. Don't forget that. You know, I was just thinking about another um another one of my homeboys, you know. I'm just gonna keep them nameless and stuff like that. But uh he was with his girl one time and um we were about to go out and stuff. We was like, all right bro. He's like, yeah I'm 
I'm just gonna stay in. Me and her are just gonna stay in, bro. And we were just like, damn, that nigga, that nigga whipped, man. He like, shit, what? Like, you can't go nowhere. And I remember, like, the next time or two, he's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going out. His, he said his girl's in there sad, crying. He's like, nah, I'm going out with my boys. What the fuck you mean? Like, I've been here with you all the time. Like, That's that young it's not, shit. Yeah, it's that young shit. It's like some college shit. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it's not that serious. Like, even mind you, even though she drove a long time to come up and see him, but you know, hey, we got we got the whole weekend. I just want to go out with my friends tonight. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he that, that was like, man, I want to spend time with my boys. I don't want to just sit around with her all fucking day and shit. Like, bro, exactly. like, what? You know what I mean? The girl. And she probably. And the girl she, probably, she got a life too. Yeah, she probably don't want to sit around with you all day either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, y'all need space. That's important to make space for each other. So. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I just you know I seen you know we at the one hour mark, mm-hmm. and you know I, I like you know I like what we've talked about. We've discussed this episode. Um, yeah, was these, there any- like we can go into different directions with these two. Like we can go DC diving in conversation with any one of these. You know. Subtopics, yeah. which we might in the next podcast. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah. So, was there anything else that you want to touch on before closing? I feel like we kind of just touched on a bunch of different things on so many different things, but but good things, you know, good topics that kind of open people's minds. I'm good on my end. I think that I think that, you know, I wanna save a few things for the next episode so we can have something to talk about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. good on my end. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I like what we um discussed this episode. And uh yeah, you know, it's just gonna be a it's gonna be ever changing. It's just gonna be evolving over time, you know. In a year's time, this might be a completely different podcast, uh, completely different setup, you know what I mean? Like, um, and yeah, because I mean, I got ideas. I'm sure she has ideas about what she wants to do with the podcast eventually and stuff. But, you know, it's the second time, you know, there's going to be growing pains and all that stuff. But over time, we'll get it more concise. I'm excited for us to get better and better, like even better. Yeah, just keep going, just keep growing, and you know, keep showing. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, show love and support to the podcast too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, hopefully for the listeners, you know, they can learn something from this episode, and you know, so, you know, share that with somebody. You know, that's what it's about. It's just about growing together. And, on our journey, we're growing and learning just like you guys are as well. You know, we don't have it all figured out by any means. So that's just like anybody, you know, just trying to figure this life thing out. That's how we feel about whatever the heck we be having going on. Yeah. So, yeah, with that, that concludes, you know, episode two of the Don and Marley's extravaganza. You know what I mean? Um, make sure to check out the podcast. It'll be live on um, the Divine Council Podcast Network SoundCloud. So that's that Divine Council Podcast. Also, will be on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever um, podcasts are, it will be up there. And uh, yeah, you know, we just keep growing and showing, you know, with each episode. And, you know, if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a uh, a like on the the stream uh, the, on the episode on the SoundCloud, you know, a repost will help. You know, on Apple Podcasts if you're listening via Apple. Um, visit. Do uh, you want to put uh, our Instagram on here, like our social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I put, I I put that. I put yeah on social media too. If you wanna, if you wanna have us talk about certain topics, or you know, maybe ask us some questions that you may want to know. I'm down for my IG is uh, Marley underscore Ming, M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore M-I-N-G. 
Yeah, and um, my my IG is a uh, Don Stefan, which is D O N S T E P H O N X X I V. So it's uh, Don Stefan the twenty fourth. That's my artist name slash stage name. Um, so yeah, you know, you hit us up. You know, our links obviously will be in the description. And yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a review too. If you're listening like on Apple Podcasts. Because that um, helps with visibility, especially a five-star rating. And uh, until next uh, until next time, All we're right, out. Y'all later. Peace.